Hey, my name is Jason. I'm the producer of It Starts With Attraction. I wanted to let you know that we have a brand new website solely dedicated to working on your pies. Introducing ItStartsWithAttraction.com. You can listen to every episode, learn about the pies, and sign up for our weekly newsletter. Go to ItStartsWithAttraction.com. It starts with attraction, one word. It starts with attraction.com to get signed up today. How do you get motivated to work on yourself and work on becoming the most attractive you can be with your pies when you have literally no motivation to do so? That is the question that I'm answering in today's Ask Me Anything. Hey, my name is Kimberly Beam Holmes, and this is It Starts With Attraction, where we discuss how to become the most attractive that you can be physically, intellectually, emotionally, and spiritually, or as us insiders call it, the pies. You can become more attractive to others, and most importantly, to yourself. We will teach you how. Let's dive in. Chital asks, and says, I'm not able to work on my pies. I have just been hit hard by all of the things that have been going on in my life recently. And I have found that I cannot find any motivation. I feel stuck. What should I start with? This is a great question because first of all, you are realizing that you are stuck and you're realizing that what's holding you back is the fact that you have no motivation. The first thing that I want to start and encourage you with and anyone with who's in this situation is that it is okay to be in the space that you're in. When life has been difficult, when things have hit you hard, when circumstances in your life have changed that you had no idea to expect, you had no idea it was coming, it can be difficult to find motivation. In fact, that is what we begin to see a lot with people who are becoming depressed is that they lose their interest in life, their pleasure in things that they once loved to do. They feel like they don't have as much motivation. And it is very typical that people may enter into depression after experiencing large changes in their life because it is such a difference from the routine and expectancy of the life that they had that they used that they used to have. So I'm not saying that a person who's experiencing lack of motivation is depressed, but I do think it's worth asking yourself if you have experienced anything like a divorce, a separation, a change of job, change of house, a loss of a loved one, if you have gone through some kind of large change in your life, then you may want to just go and check out the PHQ-9 depression test question that you can find for free online. And of course, go to a medical doctor and get the help and supervision of a medical professional in these circumstances. But you may want to start by simply asking, is there something going on with the way that my chemistry and my hormones inside of me, because of this stress that I have been through, it's now not firing correctly, and I may need some help there. And of course, your doctor can help you with what that looks like. So if you are saying that you have little pleasure or interest in doing things you used to, you feel down or hopeless, you have trouble sleeping or staying asleep or falling asleep, 
or you're sleeping too much, if you feel like you are tired or having not enough energy, or if you are having issues with not eating enough or eating way too much, feeling bad about yourself, having trouble concentrating on things that you used to be able to, or you feel like you aren't moving as much as you used to, or you're more fidgety than you used to be, all of these can be signs that you may be struggling with depression. And that's not a stigma. A lot of times we may hear things about depression or anxiety and think, oh, that means I'm broken. That means I'm not good enough. The truth of the matter is depression is just a word. Think of it this way. There are millions of people, hundreds of millions of people in the world who are currently struggling with what the social sciences is calling depression. But it's simply a word that encompasses a set of things that people are dealing with. So it doesn't ascribe value. It doesn't take away value from a person. It's simply a word to describe things that a person may be going through. And it just so happens to be that that word sounds depressing because the word is depression. But when you think of it in the sense of, hey, maybe I've gone through some things that have been difficult for me and I need help getting back on my feet, then that is a much more positive way to look at it and may help you. Now, here's what we know about depression. Depression can be helped and made better in many different ways. And in fact, when you look at the research, the research tells us that there is a tertiary response and approach to treating depression that is most effective. What that means is there are three things that when done in combination have the best results in getting people out of the funk of depression that they are struggling with and back to loving life and being excited and motivated and having the energy to do the things that they love to do. And those three things are exercise, counseling, and medication. I am, again, not a doctor. You should definitely speak with your doctor before starting any new exercise program or any exercise program in general, taking any kind of medicine, any of those things. But this is a helpful framework for us to realize. And here's why. If we take it back, when I'm in a funk, when I am depressed, which I have struggled with depression in my past, the first time that I had depression in my life, I was 17 years old. And when I think back to it, even now, I mean, over 10 years later, 15 years later, then I remember everything looked dark. The memories I have of back then, it just felt like every day was cloudy, that there was a gray haze over every single thing that I was doing. And that's how I remember it. That's how I felt in the moment. I remember feeling disconnected from my friends. I remember just that that feeling of feeling very alone. And so when we look, take a step back and look at these three things that are helpful in bringing people up out of depression, it really boils down to number one feeling connected to someone again. Counseling and the the counseling session is allowing you to feel like someone is listening to you and someone cares about your situation. The exercise part of it is 
as much or as little exercise as you want, but the point is to get your body up, to get your body moving. And when that happens, we really start to get blood flow happening. That blood flow starts to move things around in our body that can help release better endorphins that give us more energy. It's just like those commercials that they used to have. I don't know if they're still on anymore. Gosh, it's been forever since I've seen a commercial, but those commercials that say a body in motion stays in motion and a body at rest, it's harder to get in motion because it tends to stay at rest. But that's true. When we're depressed and feeling overwhelmed, it can be hard to just take that first step to even want to get out of bed, to want to start moving forward. But once we do, we realize that it's taking care of our body, getting our bodies moving. And the, the, the other part of it is when you exercise and you're moving and you're doing stuff, you're getting out, doing things, then your focus isn't just on how bad you feel or how terrible your situation is. So that's the key point there. And then, of course, the medication for those who want it and need it is something that can help because sometimes there are malfunctions, so to say. There are glitches in our wiring, things that simply need to be aided by what medication can help do. SSRIs help serotonin to be more abundant in our brains so that we can feel better. Serotonin is the one of those chemicals that helps to moderate our mood and our emotions and help us to regulate our bodies. And so that can help there. Now, of course, you may be saying, I'm not motivated right now, but I really don't think I'm depressed. I'm just not motivated. Well, here's the great news. You can take those same three principles, moving your body, connecting with others and doing things to help your body do what the things that it needs to do and apply those to where you are right now. And the key is you don't want to overwhelm yourself with 18 new things that you have to do when you're already struggling with motivation. You simply need to choose one thing to do next, just one. And it could be as simple as you need it to be. Don't make it hard. Don't compare it to someone else's. But if you're struggling, let's say with motivation, then maybe the one thing that you choose to focus on and the one thing that you commit to do is to call a friend every single day. Maybe it's that you choose to call a friend every three days. And that's something that you're telling yourself, this is what I'm going to do. And once you start doing it and then showing yourself that you can, and then you start to experience that positive feeling on the other side of it, it's going to reinforce that behavior as well as help you want to be able to do it again. And that is how motivation starts. You you do have to start it by doing something, but that something should be the next smallest step you can take because that is what's going to show you that you can do it and it's going to reinforce the behavior for you to want to do it again. Think about all the people you know who have started some crazy diet they're going to eat all fat or they're going to eat no fat or they're going to eat all vegan for the next two weeks. And the majority of those people fail 24 hours into it. The majority of those people fail 24 hours into it, if that, because it was such a large change and they weren't committed to it. They didn't really care about the results once they realized how difficult it was. It was just too much and they lost the motivation. Whereas when change really begins to happen is when you choose that one small thing that will make a difference, even if it's just a tiny difference. So it could literally be that you decide you're going to brush your hair every day. 
If you're not doing it now, then that is a commitment that you could make that once you do it, you're going to feel better. It's going to start you on that path to move forward. And you may want to just say, well, no, that's not good enough. I should be doing more. But if it's all you can do right now, it is enough. And it is enough for you to get started and moving forward. So take those three concepts that we already know from research work for helping people to get out of depression and getting motivated and feeling better. And then let's say, how can we apply those to just wanting to feel motivated again? And I believe it boils down to those three things. Number one, how do we get connected with people who are going to help us feel better about ourselves? We all know those people who, when we talk to them, we just don't feel motivated. They're down, they're critical, they're jealous, they're angry, all of those things, right? And it doesn't help us to feel better about ourselves. However, there are those people who every time we speak to them, they're comforting, they are encouraging, they are optimistic, they aren't just, you know, idealists. They're not living in a fantasy world, but they can take situations that are negative or stressful and then help to paint them in a positive light and move forward. How can we get ourselves around more of those people or at least that person more? So for me, that is my mother and my father. They are the people that when I am stressed out, anxious, feeling down, I call And I know that they will help me. Actually, I have different people for different types of situations and circumstances in my life. And that may be something that you think about too. When I'm down and sad, my husband is actually one of the first people that I go to because he's, he's there. He's typically, he can be very comforting in those situations. But when I am anxious and nervous and stressed, My husband is not the person to go to. He doesn't handle anxiety well. He doesn't know how to comfort that well. But my father is amazing at it. When I am just down and feeling like I'm in a funk, then my mom is an amazing person that I go to. So I kind of have different people in my life that I go to for different things who I found have really helped me in that. So you should create people like that too. So have three, five people. They can be friends, family, whoever, maybe it is a counselor. And those are the people that you go to when you feel like you're in certain states. But the bottom line of it is find people you can connect with in a positive way who are going to help bring you up. That will help to motivate you. The second thing that we look at here is, okay, so exercise we know works. What is the baseline, the bottom line, the foundation of what exercise does in our bodies? It gets us moving so that we get out of our headspace and into something that's more productive for us. So take that basic foundation and then say, what is the next smallest step I can take there? Maybe it's that I start just stretching for five minutes every day, or I go on an easy 10 minute walk, or maybe you're feeling up to just saying, you know what, I want to do a 30 minute walk, or I want to do a five minute run, whatever that next smallest step is for you to get motivated, do that. And then the third one that we talk about in depression and and helping depression is medication. But in a general sense with motivation, what I would kind of want to scale back to is thinking about food. Because I do believe that in a general sense, food is medicine. It's not literal medicine, but it is what our bodies consume that can help us 
or take us away from where we're wanting to go. And we know that when we eat foods that have more micronutrients, that have that are deep in colors that come from the earth, that it can have a medicinal type effect on our bodies in the sense that it is giving our bodies vitamins, nutrients, minerals that our body needs in order to be healthy and to function well. So I know that when I am most motivated in my life, it's because I'm eating well, I'm eating things that are nourishing me and that are helping me be motivated. And the times in my life where I am most unmotivated is typically after I eat a hamburger or a big thing of fries, something that just wasn't wasn't what my body was craving. It wasn't what my body needed from an energy and actual nutrient point of view. And therefore it really struggled. I really struggled in being motivated. The other interesting thing here is that the majority of serotonin receptors that we have in our body are in our guts. They're in our stomachs. And so absolutely the things that we eat have an effect on serotonin. Serotonin has an effect on motivation, anxiety, depression, stress, all of those things. So it matters even more for you to watch what you eat and eat nutrient-dense foods. In the Your Best Self course that I have, I go through how you can do all of these things much more in depth. It's 30 days of every single day. There's a video for you to watch. There's something for you to do. It's getting you focused on working on yourself. It's helping you stay motivated because I am that accountability partner that is there with you every single day for 30 days, telling you some great ideas of things that you can do and encouraging you to go and do those things. So if you're struggling with motivation, but you know that you want to get better and you think your next best step is to really invest in yourself and in being the best that you can be, then I highly encourage you to join the Your Best Self course, which you can get by going to itstartswithattraction.com and then clicking join in the upper corner, or you can always look at the show notes and click the link from there. I hope this is helpful in helping all of you become more motivated and do more amazing things with your life. Friends, I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Remember to go and subscribe to this podcast and leave an honest review. I love to hear from you guys. So be sure to go and do that. And it will also help more people find the podcast as well. You can always find out more information by going to itstartswithattraction.com for show notes, for updates, and to join the email list so that every Friday you can get an encouraging email that specifically tells you what you can do to work on your pies so that you can become the best that you can be physically, intellectually, emotionally, and spiritually. Until next week, keep working on your pies and stay strong.